and welcome to the podcast today. It is about 1.30, Wednesday, January 18th. Does it feel like Tuesday? It's Wednesday. But does it feel like Tuesday? You were off Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't feel the day. I don't feel anything today. Do you want to talk about what happened? <laughs> I don't know. What do you even talk about? I'm just here because I don't... I don't... I don't, just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm just. Do you remember the Marshawn Lynch quote? I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here to kill time. Thomas was in an accident. Thomas was in a wreck. Yeah. A wreck. Yeah. And he's okay. Yeah. Probably shaken. He sounded like he was in shock. So I knew something was wrong because I was at work and I was handling a work emergency. So I could hear my phone ringing from all the way up the hallway. And I'm like, is my phone ringing twice? It is ringing a long time. I could hear it. I'm like, why is my phone ringing so long? And then when I finally got back to it, I had two missed calls from him, one from my mother, a text message from my mother. And I was like, ooh, he called my mom. Something's wrong. Something's really wrong. So then I I got a hold of him. He sounds like he was in, like his voice is different. He sounds like he's in shock. Like he's, um, seems like he's okay, but I think we won't find out if, I mean, there's no visible injuries that we know of but we won't find out like how bad it is like muscle skeletal wise until tomorrow maybe or the next day when stuff wears off and then all right. you feel is aches and pains yeah the, the next day uh, after the adrenaline wears off but that he was in the back of the truck that rolled over yeah that uh well it uh i guess that's the proper term for a rollover he said he's not sure how many times it rolled Ugh. over but it rolled over many times it flipped many times. Was, was he strapped in or anything? He said he was, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like he was sitting in a seat, um, thank God. There was money everywhere, but, because, you know, he works for the armored truck, armored truck companies. But, uh, so now I'm here because he's still out there on the scene. The police are there, and then they have to get one of those big tow trucks, like not like one of the truck tow trucks. Yeah. Um, so he's still there, um, and I, I'm kind of stuck here until he can get back here so I can go get him. Now I'm just stuck. What else do you do, you know? Nothing. You come and pod. <laughs> just coming. Did you notice that my seat is slowly going further and further down? It's kind of fun. These damn seats. <laughs> I started up, up here, and now I'm down here. Um... <laughs> I, I can Josh said we can go get new chairs, but I never I never do. Um, before if you're still willing to talk about Sunday night, yeah, can I run something by you? Uh-huh. I heard a hip hop song coming in called Players. It's some girl rapper. And it doesn't sample. It just takes the instrumental of one of my all time favorite hip hop songs. Buster Rhymes, put your hands where my eyes can see. Oh, really? Same beat. And you remember the song I would always text you about the cheetah print? Uh, Good Love with Usher and like City Girls. Sa- uh-huh. Samples and, and uh-huh. Usher. Uh, Lathan, Freak It. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. And I've tried to be more open-minded or open-eared. Mm-hmm. The only current hip-hop I like seems to, not sample, but like take the exact music from these, 90 hip-hop, these 90s hip-hop songs. Other than that, I don't like them at all. And and one other thing, we, I think we talked about this then too. Speaking of like, well, this is more. It's it, no, it's maybe just right out of rip. The weekend is way too good to just redo. I don't want to know. It was really bad. So I did hear it all the way through for the first time. I think a couple days ago, and I meant to text you to validate your feelings. Yeah, it. Yeah, he could have done so much better. He could have slowed it down, like even further than what it was. He has done better. He he has done better. I mean, his cover of that R. Kelly song, I don't think it's down low. Maybe it is. It's down low. It's a great R. Kelly song. It. Have you heard The Weeknd's cover? I have not. Is it's it, so good. Is it a new thing? No, no. Mm. It was out a while ago. This is why we're going back for Die For You on the Starboy album. Something... I, I will. He I used will, to get back with Bella Hadid. I will take whatever happened then. True Life, the weekend, mm-hmm. the true crime, the weekend. Like what? I want to see the actual devil's deal he made to sell his soul for blinding lights, and then all this junk since then. Is yeah, yeah. And current hip hop. Yeah. I mean, like since we talked about it. So I heard there's a uh, 
I don't want to advertise this concert because I think it's with a different media station. But there's a concert, a festival in Las Vegas, and it's in like May, and it's a two-day festival, and they separate, like I heard it this morning, and they were like, okay, day one is for the young kids, and day two is for the aunties and the uncles. And so when they listed out the day two like lineup, it's like... um, Busta Rhymes, Mariah Carey, it's Usher, Lumity, like Flow Rider. I mean, the the list was insane. And I was just like, those are all my people. They are speaking to me right now. When did I become an auntie? <laughs> like- when I heard when I heard this song, I don't know. I, I do this because it's just it it's how my brain works from doing what I've done for my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. Um I go back to the original song or, or, or whatever. And songs have been sampled forever and ever. But these are like just straight rips. And I try to think of like that time mm-hmm. um, and then process like, is it too soon to have sampled this like the Sunshine song with Tyga? Mm-hmm. That little flip song came out in like 05. And it's just the same song redone, which I like. But so the the uh, the player song with Busta Rhymes, mm-hmm. the Busta Rhymes song, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, is 26 years old. <gasps> You were eight when you shouldn't have been listening to that. I know that song. So wait, I don't know the player song, though. It's got to be brand new. Just take the put your hands where your eyes can see, where my eyes can see, and put a girl talking about girls can be players, too, on it. I guess so. There's another song that's out right now, and I feel like, I just want to have a good night. Hold up. Whose song is that? And I feel like they sample something. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know. I, I, think, I have no idea. What's... Have you heard the new Miley song? No. Yes. The one where he's talking. Okay, enough is enough. Like, how many more times are you going to talk about your ex-fiance? Is like, that about Liam? Yes. And, and and like, people, I've seen people, like, play the clip where she he told her, like, can you just behave for once? And it's like, okay, but she was literally popping her coochie on stage holding Robin a bag Dick. of dicks yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, can she be herself? Yes. But does she have a, a, a partner that is the opposite of her that helps, they help to keep each other? Like, she keeps him light on his toes and he keeps her grounded? Like, that still could have, like, when he looked at her and he said, could you behave for once? I would not have been offended if Thomas said that to me. And, like, it seems like it was the inspiration behind this song. Um, and I'm like, okay, and we get it. By the way, it's called Flowers. I don't like it. Oh, wait. I, is it the same song? I'll play it for you real fast. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Turn the mics off. See. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, it is. Well, nothing awful has happened this year. It's been a crappy year. We were good. We were gold. Kind of dream that can't be sold. We were right till we weren't. Built a home and watched it burn. Is that yes. what you were thinking of? Yes. Yes. So I've seen so many videos like talking about this song and the inspiration behind it. And we're talking about her relationship with Liam. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think they split up like at least seven years ago. It like it's time. been some time. And not to say that you get to stop talking about like, because every artist pulls from their life and you can pull from your life or whatever, but enough already. And you were like, the two things can exist at the same time. And maybe, I don't know, maybe like there's things that you don't like about your partner and your relationship. And then there's all sorts of things that you do love. So, and full disclaimer, like we know nothing about what their actual relationship was right. like, but I probably would have told her to, pull her shit together too do you like miley cyrus as an artist i do now i she went through that phase where i did not but i kind of like her freedom i liked the concert she gave on new year's eve this past new year's eve uh with like dolly and there was a couple other people i like the covers that she has of things i like her i do like her style i like her free is there a freedom do you have a favorite song of hers no maybe uh uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. What's that one? I only know how to sing it. Cast oh. away, fly away, something away. 
The dance see you again? No. Do you remember that one? No. No. And it just recently came out. Like it was probably on her last album. Midnight Sky was like the sort of hit. I think Dua Leap was on there. What's this song? The See You Again Miley song. Like that was that was like peak Miley for me, but that was also like 2010. It is oh God, what is it? I don't know. It's um, gonna bother me. Can we do a quick uh, we stay with the nostalgia? Yeah. I don't know if any of this is gonna hit you. One thing I was going to ask you about, but um, you don't care about the Power Rangers reunion, right? You were not a Power Rangers kid. I was a Power Rangers. kid. Are you excited for the reunion? No, I don't care. Okay. I'm also sad because like my favorite Power Ranger is uh, not with us anymore. I, I'm guessing they were planning this at the time of like long before his his passing. Um, and it, it will be it will be very sad in a lot of ways. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to produce that. Slide uh, away. I told you it was going to bother me until I figured it the out. The Miley song. Yeah. Oh, look, it's in here. Is it? It wasn't hit. We didn't play it a lot, so that's why I didn't know it. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that, Power but, Rangers. No, you're fine. Yeah, it's. it's I, I'm curious. They're going to be very delicate with how they produce that. Is it crazy that I remember all the villains more than I remember no. like the the Power Rangers? I loved the pink one and I loved the black one, obviously, both of them, um, and the red one was handsome. So I was just a touch too old to get into them. Um, I my memory was like the and you talk about the villains like the the over the top bombastic nature of the villains and I yeah, yeah <laughs> Rita Repulsa and like the yes if I'm not mistaken and the creatures yeah if I'm not mistaken wasn't wasn't the one that you watched as a kid I was a high schooler wasn't it the Jap the foreign version that they dubbed over. In American, and then they made. I, there was I some no kind idea. of mix of that. Some give us give. I'll read it up on Wikipedia. I have no idea. Power Power Rangers was only watched in the morning before school right. while we were eating waffles or cereal or oatmeal or whatever it is that we were eating for that day. Um, that was that's exactly when I remember it as well. Um. Are there any shows, and I'm going to say no, but maybe I'm wrong. Are there any shows that have been redone, reimagined, that you have been into from when you were younger? The example, and you might be a little too young for this, but like, I don't think anybody watched the the, the dark version of Fresh Prince. (laughs) I did not, no. Are there any shows like that that you remember from when you were younger that have come back and you've gotten into? No, not a one. I guess Roseanne was another one. What else? That when they did the Connors, I heard they're bringing of that '90s show. That 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 yes, it's on Netflix. That's '90s. Yeah, show. So that '70s show, but that not, so yeah. I think I, that's on Netflix. But I don't know if I'm into sitcoms anymore. Same. Like I've moved on. Like I I don't I don't like them. Um, I don't like to watch funny things. But I got to tell you, and of all those shows that have come back from like my childhood, mm-hmm. I've had zero interest in them. And it's not because, it's partially because they're mostly sitcoms. Mm-hmm. It's also because I don't have time to watch this stuff anymore. But the reincarnation of Night Court kind of has my attention. Uh, so I didn't know Night Court. So right. I've only ever seen the most recent one. And I was like, this is like, so that makes actually complete sense. Because when I saw the commercials and I see the clips, I'm like, okay, this is just bad TV. And it is bad TV, but it's out there because it's nostalgic, apparently. This is horrible TV. <laughs> like, what is this? Uh that that sh- I think it that I think you were gonna say like that show was it was bad in a good way because mm-hmm. it kind of was mm-hmm. like because they had these it was night court they had these like lunatics in this courtroom and it's also very sad because the judge died oh um and then 
One, but again, I'm not going to watch it because it was all last night. But I, I'm kind of, I smiled that it came back. So I, I will not watch. I don't. I'm not into sitcoms right now in 2023. But I do. I will watch an old sitcom. So I will watch reruns of like originals. I will watch the original Cosby Show. I will watch the original Golden Girls. I will. I. But I would. If they did a remake, I probably wouldn't watch it. I would not like go out of my way to sit down and watch it. It. It, it is very much in, in a lot of ways like like an age thing. Like they can never do that all over again. Yeah. Like. Four Batmans from now, we're going to be yelling, Christian Bale is the only, and all that stuff. One more thing. Okay. Have you seen the other show that has come back in some bizarre incarnation and the internet is sideways about it? Give me a hint. The Mystery Machine. Oh, Velma. Yes. Did did they make her black? Is that what the issue is? They made her uh, Indian. No, it's a Mindy Kaling creation. And they made her um, Southeast Asian, I think is the appropriate term. And the reason the internet is just completely up in arms there's, well, it depends. What are you seeing as far as why they're up in arms? I'm just seeing. People commenting on those up in arms. I don't know what the actual issue is. I assume because she's a different color. Yes, but that's not what I... I haven't seen any of that. those complaints. The only complaints I'm seeing is that Mindy Kaling should be arrested, assassinated, taken down, canceled. For what? Because she always makes the same character. And you have mm. to know her work to know this. I love her show, Never Have I Ever, which is also the main character is a Southeast Asian girl. And all of these characters, like she, it's representation for her culture, but the, all the characters are exactly the same. Ugly, insecure, like, and they're not ugly. You know what I mean? Like Southeast Asian women are beautiful, but they, they play this like Gretchen-like character, like Gretchen from Recess, like pigtails, hairy, glasses, nerdy. Like they don't get to play like... Uh, uh, they don't get to play like the drop dead gorgeous, beautiful character it, in the show. Is it her portrayal of herself? I think in Never Have I Ever it is, but not in Velma. And somehow in Velma, it's still the same thing. And then the internet is like, and she has this weird obsession with white men. Like the character is always somehow obsessed with white men and always into white men. And I'm like, mm. That's accurate because I've seen her work. Like I watch these shows and I'm like, I could see how they, it's kind of the same comment of like, why do black people always have to play the slaves in movies? Just because we were the slaves. Why do we always have to play slaves? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like why? And that's a good point. That's a very harsh analogy. Sorry. Very harsh analogy. Well, okay. So it's, if you're playing, if you're making a movie, a historically, a, a historical movie telling history and not like Bridgerton you know what I mean where it's a fictional history like it's a factual history like a, then I understand I, I have a lighter version for you okay go ahead thank you help me yeah because you're talking historical help me how come the hot blonde and the black person always have to die first in the horror movie <laughs> like know? a fictional stereotype and so they're like they're, so people, the internet's like the biggest bully to Southeast Asian women is Mindy Kaling <laughs> How do you like, feel about it? Um, I didn't watch Velma. But do you, do you, does it bother you that she does the like she does the same trick over and over again? I didn't notice it until somebody said it, and Got I think it. it's because that's not my culture. Like that's not. But I didn't notice it until somebody said it, and I don't know. And they're like, so what the internet is saying is like, Mindy Kaling is the most insecure person in Hollywood, and it shows in her work and all this. And like that's probably true because she's been overweight until she started having Ozempic parties, and you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, that's probably true. That's why I was saying, is it some type of portrayal of herself or what she thinks of herself? And I was going to ask you as well <clears throat> when she was doing like office stuff, and then she just started to get going. I remember her being larger because mm-hmm. she she got go. She was not, larger. Not, same as uh, who's the blonde lady? Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Like they're and these women were pilloried on the internet, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> Amy Schumer I think pushed back more, and Mindy Kaling seemed a little bit more insecure, mm-hmm. and but was so immensely talented, and then lost a lot of weight and got pretty kind of hot. Yeah, like when you're not white, or you're not like 
mainstream, you are just going to have identity issues at some point in your life. It could be your entire life or it could be a point in your life. Like, you know what I mean? You're just going to have that. Not to say that white people don't have uh, identity issues either. But when you're if that's the norm and you're constantly fighting against what's um, historically attractive, what's historically funny, who's seen as successful and you don't fit into that little mold then you're obviously going to have some identity issues but um yeah so I I didn't see anybody complaining about the fact that Velma was not white because all I could see was the internet like going in on Mindy Kaling and I was like oh my god (laughs) poor thing she loses all this weight she's probably the happiest she's ever been and boom you're canceled and you know what? If 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 the internet's always going to come for you, just eat a lot and be fat. Yeah, I'm kidding. I well, mean, no, I'm I'm not necessarily completely kidding, but because that's it, fun. It is. It is. <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna feel like shit, at least feel like shit with a massive pizza in front of I you. I do it. I do it. Um, eat eat our feelings is a thing for a reason. Um, we'll call Janet in about ten minutes or so. Yay. But the. Thomas outing to the walleye game. So first of all, it was a good time. Like I'm leading this with, we had such a good time. Thomas and I were looking at each other and we were like, why don't we go to more walleye games? Like we should have been doing this all along. I used to go to walleye games like years ago when I had um, kind of a social life, (laughs) like when we did stuff, Um, not with Thomas, like with my friends. And it's been some time since I've, went and so it was kind of nice to be in there we were there with my nephews and my brother and my mom so it was like a family outing and then I sat in the chairs oh this is why I don't go to walleye games like we were in the lower level section 121 row r lower level um not the top level so there's like the box seats the suites and then there's the seats below the suites and then there's the lower level closer to the ice I consider myself average, like maybe a little bit larger than average. I mean, they say like the average dress size is a size 16. I'm a size 16. Um, And I sat in those seats. And when I tell you I could not get straight up, like, so say they scored or you wanted to stand up and clap. Like you normally just put your feet on the ground and get right up. I could not get right up. I had to shift to the right, scoot forward, and then get up. So I just never stood. I didn't stand to cheer on the team like when they scored because it was a it was a good game. It was so exciting. There's something about the walleye and walleye fans. It's like championship game energy all year round. Yeah, it really I, is. I, I I quite love it. Like I think I'm gonna go back. But the I have bruises the size of fucking clementines on my hips. And and I am average. There were people in there larger than me. Thomas was like, Thomas was sitting to my right and he was really crammed in there. And then my mom was to my left and she wasn't crammed, but she was crammed because I was like all up in her shit, you know. And then there was a man next to her who was skinny but he was very tall and quite literally couldn't get couldn't sit down. Like you know how you sit down? His knees could not fit from the edge of his the seat where his butt was to where his knees touched the seat in front of him. So he had to go somewhere else because he couldn't sit. And I'm just like this. I was thinking to myself because there were people in this arena that were larger than us. How are you doing that? Like I was like, how how are you in fact doing that? Like and then also like I I even I was really just shocked by this so I even went online to see if there was any like complaints and if you go to like TripAdvisor seat complaint seat complaint seats are uncomfortable seats are horribly uncomfortable this was great great show but the seats were awful like great arena seats were terrible seat 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 and I'm thinking to myself like I understand cram as many seats as you can in there so you can fill the arena but like can we lose a half of a section so that we can make the seats bigger. Like, this is insane. Because if you have bigger people, they likely will eat more anyway, right? Uh, I guess so. I mean, I did have I'm sorry ice. for all the big jokes. <laughs> There's a couple. You got a couple in it. That's okay. I, as a reformed fatty, as someone who still... <laughs> you have to post some pictures to prove it. As somebody... I will happily do that. As somebody who still has weight issues in my Lord own head... Fatty! As... as 
they, they used to uh, on the morning rush. They used to look at me sideways when I told them I was unhappy with my weight, and then I just decided to settle it with this. I am I am Toledo skinny. You are you are perfectly fit. Yeah, I wish. I d- disagree. All right, maybe I just have too much Philip envy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Philip is completely different. That's yes. bionic. It's not the same. You're right. Um, um, you raise a point in, in bringing up the seats. It's, I can't. I was thinking back. I most stadiums I've been in for sporting uh-huh. events, the seats are not co- like it's plastic in most cases. Sometimes there's a cushion, but the cushion is not very comfortable. Yeah, there so. was a cushion. I almost was like, maybe they need to go to like bleachers. Like this is insane, and it, and I can't imagine. And I guess it. The shows are still partially sold out. They still have really good concerts there. So, I mean, I guess they kind of don't care. But like, I, I just, I, I'm like, guys, like this is this is not great. Like, what are your? I just want to know what they think about it. Like, what do you th- what do you respond to people when they write in and say, "Hey, here's a picture of the bruises on my thighs from your seats." Like, and again, I'm an average sized person, so. Not for a skinny person. There were two people like in front of my brother that were larger than me. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, how is this? I can understand you don't want to be like on top of it. Like, I wouldn't even give a shit if I if my elbow kept touching the person next Mm. to me's elbow. Like, I kind of don't hate it. But the fact that I couldn't get out, I couldn't physically stand up, stand straight up. I couldn't stand up just in a normal way. Just put me off. It's a completely valid issue. I want to know what their thoughts are if on it. Somebody wanted to impugn two pretty good organizations. Um, this could be an issue. I I will have to ask uh, somebody that I know there if they have gotten complaints, criticisms, if remarks they ever about plan it. On changing it? Probably like, not. In fact, they'll make the seats smaller to get more people in there. I know that they said like if the seats in the second level, so the lower level are smaller, the second level is bigger, but this the lower level was. $20 and the second level is 40 So then you're paying double for like just a bigger seat with cushion, I believe. And I'm like, well, I guess that's, but I didn't love that because it's kind of out of the action. Like you're down there. You know what I mean? I, I had such a great time. So uh, the entire night and how they interacted with the crowd and all of that was great. It's a great show. Yeah. It's a great game. I was also, I mean, you saw it was like Legends of the Hidden Temple mm-hmm. night, right? Yep, Nickelodeon night. It was just Nickelodeon night or Legends of the Hidden Temple night? It was Nickelodeon night with Legends of the Hidden Temple representing Nickelodeon. Did they say what their plans were? Because there was no Legends of the Hidden Temple. The jerseys. Oh, I didn't. I I just saw two walleyes. Oh, the jerseys. Okay, but there was no like show Nickelodeon music or anything they did some 90s trivia so Mm. like during the in between the periods they would have the players like okay what's this and it was like a Tamagotchi and then what's this and it was like a a Walkman and so the players had to guess what they were and they got everything wrong because they're so young Um, they were born in like 2000 Bethany was probably losing her mind because two podcasts ago she brought in a Tamagotchi she got for the holidays. That's hell. So, Bethany, I could see her. Like, I could, like, just wave at her. We there was, were like, so 40 of them another. there. Between, like, you guys and the Urbanskis. Yeah, we were. It was, like, half the arena. We were deep. We were deep. But um, I just, it was, so I, th- I think I was looking for more from, and then they occasionally would play, like, a throwback. So, they played, like, the theme song to Friends, of course. Um, I was looking for a little bit more from that part of the show. But, yeah, the seats, it was just, like... I mean, that might be the only thing that stops us from going to more games. Otherwise, we're paying $40 a person. To squeeze into a seat. To, to, squeeze, to, to probably squeeze into the tight seats up I, at, the, at the top. I, I would never even have guessed that there are different size seats. That seems like uh, weightism. A little bit. And I just, I, I or really. classism, too. Wait, well, hold on, wait. The seats up the top. The cheap seats were uncomfortable. The seats up top were comfortable. But they cost more? Yes. So the seats farther away cost more? The seats further up, yep, they were, they they were, that's what my brother said. Now, I don't know if that's an actual fact, but my brother said, those seats are $38 a piece, these seats were $19 a piece. And the $19 a piece seats were the ones that you were like 
squeezing into and getting bruises from on your knees and on your hips. And so you have about four months to slim down for playoff season. So disappointing. Like, what the fuck? Daddy's not welcome, apparently. Just put a huge sign in any section with a one in front of it. Like, fatty's not welcome. (laughs) Like, what? Anyway, we squeezed we squeezed our asses up into those seats and had a nice time anyway. Is it the same thing at the Mud Hens game too? I don't I have not been to a Mud Hens game in ages. I don't think so. I think the Mud Hens seats are a little bigger. But I don't know. And there's probably less time in the seats for a lot of people at Mud Hens games, maybe, I don't know. I mean, you can do more walking around there with the concourse and stuff. And then there was not a hot chocolate to be found. Sorry Shocking. About that. Shocking. The frozen drinks I've gotten there from before will fuck you up. But that was a long time ago. Like like the liquor drinks? Yeah. Had, like frozen daiquiris <laughs> nice. and stuff. Nice. Yeah, I double fisted a couple of those. So hopefully, I, I actually need to find out some information because we want to host like an outing at the Walleye Suites for the, us and the homelessness board. Do you know one of the things I talked about with Mariah with? She's like, how can we market ourselves better? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, you just need to be where there are a lot of people. And I and I cannot think for the life of me of the of the Enter Walleye for all the causes they support. I can't ever think of a mental health night. So I wanted to do like a pucks for housing night or something like that. I just don't have a contact and I think it might be too late. Like they probably year, got all yeah. their shit planned out, but I'm hoping that we can find somebody that can lend us a suite just to kind of have a gathering at least um, to start off the year. I mean, we were hoping to do something like that because it's, we never have, we never do outings. Like we never have outings with organizations that we work closely with just as like a, we always c- communicate with each other for work related things. It's usually to put out a fire. It's usually to help one another, but we never get to just spend time together. And like, what better way to do that than a Toledo event? <laughs> like, but I also think having like a mental health night, which I don't think they've had, um, would be kind of neat. Pick costs. I know. I know. Um, all right. I'm gonna call Janet. Can, can you, Get those headphones, and I need the cord, and I'm going to plug... Oh, that, that thing's gone. Yeah, the, the box is over here now, so you might have to slide over a little bit. <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear? Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you turn it down? Uh, give me one second. Worst phone ever. Sounds like a 90s commercial. My razor? Not bad? even. Yeah. Is it? This is Janet. Uh, is is Janet Amid there, please? This is Janet Amid, <sighs> the Li- greatest. <laughs> listen to that sex. So, um, City Paper Best of Awards will be out soon. You will continue like your 38-year winning streak of Best Psychic. Can at long last they finally just name the damn award award after you? I know. I hope I win. I mean, you know, it, it's it's you never know. It's all in oh, the voting. And, stop you know. it. You, you have never not won that award. It's time to name it after you. You dominate, Janet. Who's that? Hi, hon. It's Alex. Hi, is that cutie patootie? Hi, Janet. Hi, honey. How have you been? I've missed you. I'm good. I've been really busy, but I'm good. We're good. I missed you, too. I was excited you were going to be Oh, gosh. I know it's been so... I want to come into the studio and see you guys and kind of jam with you guys a little bit. Yeah. I don't. I think this is the first time you've spoken to Alex since she has been married. That's true. How How is married life? Oh, I love it. We like each other a whole lot more. It's ironic. It's just great. That's wonderful. <laughs> for, for some people, marriage can really create that sense of stability. For others like myself, I feel like I'm in, I'm trapped. <laughs> and I hope my significant other is not listening to this. I, but um, I do not like feeling, I don't like marriage. I think it's my Sag, Sagittarius stuff. I love being independent, having my own space, my own thing. But some people, marriage is really 
they're comfortable. They just they're comfortable. It's like it's like having a second skin. You just feel really at ease. Kind of. That's how I feel so cheesy because people ask me how's marriage, and I'm like, it's so good. It's so fun. It's great. Well, you have compatibility. That's another thing. It's yeah. not just marriage. It's mm-hmm. marriage. Marriage to him. Mm-hmm. You guys are in sync. You're symbiotic. You yeah. have that connection. Janet, there is a Plan B shortage in Toledo though because of them. <laughs> Lots no, of lots quit. of horizontal Triple mambo. <laughs> you got oh my gosh, I know what that means. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm away I'm ahead of my time. I know that stuff. Um I'm good. Are we are we departing a Mercury retrograde right now? Well, it's not just Mercury retrograde. Mars went Mars was retro that was that was creating a late cr- really crazy chaotic mm. Transit that was between October 30 through January 12th. Mars was retrograde in Gemini. Communication, family, interaction—you know, just everything—that has more to do with the stress than anything else. Then Mercury went retrograde December 29 through January uh, 18. Today it ended. Thank the Lord. Mm. I put something on Facebook with a like a face that said, "Oh my God, you should look it up." I saw your I'm picture. I'm so happy. I saw your picture. I know. Mercury is now direct. So that is so good. And, and you know, we have a new moon coming up on the 21st in the sign of Aquarius, mm. uh, which is going to be wonderful because that is in sync with Saturn. And, you know, I love Aquarius full moons. It's just wonderful. New beginnings, ambition, structure, reliability. Good stuff. So we're good for how long? How are you guys doing? Hold on. So we're good for how long now before some Mercury comes and slaps us in the head again? Well, Mercury retrogrades a lot. We don't just go through it once. I mean, Mercury's retrograding three times a year. But Mercury is not the issue. The issue has to do more so with the planets such as Mars and Venus. They're the ones that are a little kind of crazy and chaotic. So Mercury, the planet of communication and chat, will retrograde again in April, like around, I think it's like the 19th or 20th of April of 2023. And that goes retrograde probably till May. May 16th in the sign of Taurus. So you're going to be flipping out, Eric, my little uh, my little brother from another mother. You're going to be going through a little bit of stress because Mercury is retrograding at that time. I don't know if I call it stress. I think when people, the meaning we place on it is our own. And when Mercury goes into retrograde in our own sign, which mm-hmm. is what you have, you might be feeling a little bit um, more introspective, you know, deep feelings and and just a lot of that, you know, because, you know, that's in Taurus. It rules business, commerce, money, finances. That's going to be a little goofy. But Mercury will retrograde in May, and then it retrogrades, I believe, again in August uh, around that time. I've known Janet for now now 10 years since since I've been here. And having listened to her all these years and hearing her insight and following dates and planets and galaxies, I... I think I've narrowed it down to we have like about six good days to live a good life a year. Everything else is fucked with retrograde. No, and not really. Planets, planets. Not planets really. spinning into the sun. <laughs> yeah, so. Not really. I mean, it's, you know, my father always said, you know, my dad was from the Middle East. I learned a lot from my father. He always said the free will is the higher law of the universe. So mm-hmm. even though these things occur, you have to flow with it. You can't. The planets don't control us. They're like a roadmap. You can't, you know, some people live by it. I mean, I do it for a living, but I don't live by it. Mm. I knew when Mars was retrograde, I had to be careful of my health. And I was really sick during those months, sick as could be. But I just kind of, you know, I knew that it would pass. Things would be okay. Um, But it was just, I knew what not to say and how to say it. Watch my words. You know, your actions. You have to... You have to sort of become more responsible for your inner self and know how to handle things. People just go haywire when they hear things about retrogrades and things like that. They get really unnerved. But honestly, it's really – don't you agree with me, though, Alex? I mean, don't you – I mean, it's really – you have to tap into your own resources, not let things control you. You still make choices. So, like, when you can't pay rent and you're like, oh, my God, Mercury's in retrograde. I knew I was going to have right. a problem. And it's like, no, you went shopping last week and spent all your rent money. Right. <laughs> 
like my friend was gambling a lot, and she was under a Mars retrograde, Mercury retrograde. I go, why are you gambling under a retrograde like that? She goes, oh, I, it's okay. But, you know, you, you, you get me for free, and I'm telling you, don't retrograde. I mean, don't, you know, don't gamble under this bad retrograde. She lost her hiney for so long. Wow. And, you know, and I said, you, you know, I know better. No, you don't do stuff like that. You do not do crap like that. You lay low. You watch your pennies. You take care of business. This is what makes me a little more so different than a lot of people in this business. I know the free will is our higher law. We have to work with that. And I'm very psychological, which is why Eric and I connect, because we're both psychological and philosophical. And I am proud of you, Eric Chase, for the whole... Toledo City Paper thing too. <laughs> yes, it was. It was great to be in there. It was great to be in there. I'll take the. Uh, you have no idea how you impact people, I and I want to say this. And I know you hate you getting you hate getting credit for stuff. He hates it. Hates it, Alex. He loves giving it to everybody else, but That's he doesn't. True. You know, you are you are you are amazing, and you impact people in such a wonderful way. You are so. I, I'm so proud of you. I could just just Aww. bust. No, really, he's so good. He is so good. I hear so many good things about him. Mm-hmm. Everybody that knows him, that really gets to know him, loves him. That's true. You it's better ev- put this on too. It's everybody else that doesn't know me real well thinks I'm a huge asshole, which is completely fine. <laughs> People that don't it's know balanced. you go by, but there, but that goes back to their own shallowness. I knew when I started to work with you in the air. Somebody said to me, "Well, he's a little moody," and I. <laughs> well, the a, minute I met you, he's a lot I. <laughs> I loved you because I didn't see it as moody. I saw you as Honest. having a lot of your, a lot of depth. But see, I see past. I have X-ray vision. I see past certain things with people, and I that's why I don't judge gender, color, mm-hmm. anything. You know, I look at the person, the situation, and I loved you immediately. And I knew astrologically we'd be compatible. I do have depth, but I am I was and still am very moody. I call it sassy. Oh, I know. Do you prefer moody or sassy? How about this? Let, let me give you the most Eric Chase thing ever. Mercurial. <laughs> you are. What the hell? You're, but you know what? You're, 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 I am known in this field as neurotic. No, really. I you, am known you, you as very neurotic. People, I don't like people to chew gum. I don't like them cracking their knuckles. I don't want them saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to hear words. If they don't use words, I'll say, I do not understand anything you're saying. I'm very neurotic. I have to have eight hours of sleep. I have certain things. And when people come in and they don't, you know, read the thing on my my door, I get really irritated because I'm OCD. I know that. But you know what? That's what makes us unique. We're unique. And so from one neurotic person to another, I get it. Fair enough. Um, you, but we channel it correctly. Go ahead. You, uh, I've sent you some people with some questions. I got some, it. Some, some people who uh, enjoy the podcast and the show. Would you be so kind to answer their, their astrological queries? You were asking me about um, someone who was, who, yes, I would. So if I'm not mistaken, Rachel's the one who is asking questions about um, a relationship. And I feel like she is, um, she wants to adopt a pair of puppies, and she or twin puppies or something, pair of puppies. And she wants to know if she should just go ahead and do it, and then ask for forgiveness later. Now, this is the this is where I'm a little concerned because I don't know her partner's birthday to give an answer on that, okay. because that would be something that would have been important to include. But that's okay. She does any. She's kind of stubborn anyway. She's an Aquarius, born under kind of a full moon, moons in Leo. So she's very passionate about animals. And my theory is, this, this may sound awful, but I'm going to say it anyway, if he doesn't, if he's not an animal lover, what the hell is she doing with him? Yeah. Because she loves animals, and to me, animals are like, they're people. To me, they're like people, if not better. I hate to say that, but that's how I see it. They, they love you, dogs love you more than they love themselves. And um, I would say if he doesn't, if he gives her a hard time about it, I, he, then he could move out and date her and not worry about anything else. You know, yeah. I just think she needs to do what she needs to do. Does that make sense, guys? I, I would not. I've never run into this, but I would never date anybody who had an issue with dogs. Exactly. True. Exactly. To me, they're animals. I mean, and he has the right not to want 
animals, he has that right. But, but if she's with him and she has to constantly explain who she is to him, then she needs to question that. And in the past, she hasn't had good choices, but I believe that this man would be okay with it because if he loves her enough, he'll understand her passion. Bottom line. Um, Melody, April 13th, 92. Yes. She's an interesting girl. Um, she is born under a... She's, she's interesting. She's a little... Um, she's a little neurotic. Um, she has a lot of her own anxiety. She goes from job to job, and I could see that. So she's wondering if this job's going to work for her. This girl is extremely neurotic. I mean, not in a bad way, because we talked about how we are a little neurotic, so that's not bad. She is obsessive-compulsive. She has two sides of her personality, Aries, motivation, plus a uh, hard worker, but she hasn't found her niche. So she's going from job to job to job. She needs to understand what it is what it is she needs. And if she's listening to this, I wondered about her relationship with her mom because she seems to be hypercritical about herself. Melody does. So I wonder if that goes back to her relationship with her childhood, her mom. There was something there that jumped off the page to me, and I'm like, hmm. Going through her Saturn return, started December 2020 through March 2023. In answer to her question, this is a big adult life cycle. We've all gone through it, and this is where she's kind of questioning things that she wants to do and who she is. And if this job does not work for her, then she ne- I, she needs to decide if she should go into her own business because if she goes into her own business, she can't fire herself. So the bottom line is that's something she needs to think about. She's good in teaching. She's sensitive. She's good in health care very loving, but really kind of OCD about everything and hypercritical and self-sabotaging. Sounds like the perfect psychologist. I am a therapist. Not you, know you her. <laughs> Melody. Oh, oh. Wow. What, do you know this person? Uh, just through the internet, but when you said like loving, compassionate, healthcare, neurotic, like that sounds like somebody who would make for a good psychologist. But also need a psychologist. Oh. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, oh yeah, and there, there's no question about that. But um, she, she's a good, she's a good person. There's no question uh, about that. And, uh, but it's just that she just needs to find out who she is. And I think, don't you agree that sometimes we just, if something doesn't work, it's like you know, if something does not work for us, don't we have to kind of seek out what works and kind of go from there? I would hope so. Don't keep banging your head into the wall if it's not working. Try something else. Exactly. And if she keeps going from one situation to another, then um, I would honestly, I would say that, you know, she should really kind of give herself a chance to understand herself a little better. All right, Taylor Swift, look in the mirror and go, maybe I'm the problem. (laughs) Well, she's not the problem. She just needs to understand what the solution is. Uh, Next up, we have Jared, August 18th, 1990. Yes. Well, Jared is an interesting guy. He wants to know where's the best place to go for a vacation, you know, like an exotic place. Um, the the thing that I would I would say right away would be, you know, he has to decide where he would like to be. Um, I don't know what he, if what kind of he wants some place a little exotic. Am I right about that? Yeah. Some place a little exotic. But it sounds like he, well, I mean, he he, he, he seems like someone who's been a. Uh, uh, not he someone who likes to travel and all that was shut down from covid and now he's looking to burst back out into the world well i can see that according to his chart you know he is somebody that um i would say he should do his research ahead of time no question about that he is he has a lot of virgo in it he's a he's a double leo but he loves sunshine so definitely go someplace where there's a lot of sun um he's he loves in effect i don't know where he lives he lives in ohio move because he really needs to get the heck out of Dodge because it doesn't work for him and do some research on it. But I would, I would think someplace like um, the Bahamas, Costa Rica, those places would be pretty good from what I, from what I understand. Okay. Um, there's a lot of places in um, you know, the United States that are pretty safe. But I would say if you're thinking about going someplace where it's really, I was thinking Costa Rica, the Bahamas, uh, Belize, is that right? Is that how you say yeah, it? Belize. But I think he needs. Those are areas that I would say he should really think about. You know, going and plus he needs to watch his money. Although he doesn't really care, but even though he spends money like water, but even someplace like is it a 
Punta Cana or something, Dominican Republic. Another place that I think would be really great would be the Panama and maybe Thailand or something like that. And even Honduras is really beautiful. Greece is really a good place, too. So those are areas that I would suggest that he take and basing that basically on his astrology chart because he needs some place that's going to be warm and open spaces. But I definitely feel they would be the best places for him. Sounds like me. Uh, when is the next Psychic Fair? On March 19th of 2023, and hopefully we'll talk way before that, but it's going to be at the same place, the premiere, and we're going to have a lot of new readers, psychics, and all that good stuff. It'll be fun. But we are in a good month coming up, and Saturn, which rules stability and structure, is moving into Pisces in March, which is going to be good for a lot of Pisces, Aquarians. It's going to balance your chart a lot, too, because you have quite a bit of um, Aries and Taurus in your chart, so that's going to be wonderful for you. Uh, And what, what phone number would be best for people to call you? 419-882-5510. 419-882-5510. They can call or text, and if they text that number, 419-882-5510, they must include their phone number. I get all these people texting me going, I want an appointment. Okay, who are you? Um, so you need to make sure you include your phone number and, you know, your name, because we need a name to go with your chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, not birth information, just your phone number at 419-882-5510. You can call or text, and I will take care of you. And Janet admitted AOL.com, correct? Yes. You know I never change that. You know I know. That. I know. All right. You, OCD. All right, you hot piece of Middle Eastern sexiness. I will... Uh, I miss you. I miss Aww. your beautiful face. We better get together soon for coffee. And Alex, you come with us, too. I will. It was all right? to hear from you, too. Really, if we get together for coffee, Starbucks or something, I want you to join us because I want to hear all about you and your, your hubby and all the exciting stuff going on. Oh, good. We should do that, Eric. So good to hear your voices. Bye, dear. Bye-bye. Bye. Love ya. Even even you're probably like on year three of Janet promising coffee, right? Like this is oh, yeah, this is new like six years since we've last had coffee. Well before the pandemic. Yeah, it's, just, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh, I would love to have coffee. I'll go to her event though. I've been to those before. Didn't you you took your mom to And one, I had right? a Reiki session and it was wonderful. Is that where they do your hands? The energy. No, it's like they they work with my chakras. So you lay out on a table and they're like dealing with your chakras. So they're not even really touching your body. Are chakras other name for your titties? No, you have multiple chakras. I think there's one near the titties, but also above my cooch and my head and all sorts of stuff. All right, Miley Cyrus, put it back in, put it back in play. <laughs> um, anything going on for the rest of this week? It's, it's almost over. My bingo card. There's, I don't know what's on my bingo card this week. You don't know. There's severe thunderstorms scheduled for. I saw that. I saw tomorrow. Tol talking With about a first alert clouds. day. Yeah. Fun. That, not. I mean, look, the weather's broken. Isn't it still raining in California? Like all those years, we we were told California is going to float away from the U.S. Maybe it might actually do that now. Um, I am going to Toll House on Saturday. For what? Kendra Smith. It's her birthday party. Excellent. So we're going to go, Thomas and I are going to go um, swing by and celebrate her for a little bit. And I want to say that's it. I have plans that I plan to follow through on to go to Stewart's house to watch the Eagles game on Saturday night. You what? know, I've never met Stewart. You keep him from me. I Go over to the Ability Center. He's there sometimes. I, with you. I haven't been there much this month. Okay. It's been it's been a slow month. Mallory's head is spinning, but I've got some things lined up for the next few days. Or yeah, I think so. Cool. So, um, okay, goodbye. Bye bye.